0: Hey there, Story Pirates Podcast listeners, Lee here. Welcome to today's episode. We've got a pretty good one for you. It includes backwards alphabets, helpful maids, unfunny clowns, experienced glassblowers, and a very special guest, the wonderful actor and comedian Cecily Strong. All of that and more after these quick words for the grown-ups. grown-ups, guess what? The Story Pirates just announced brand new dates for the Amazing Adventure Tour! Come see us perform songs like Cat Sit On You, and Fart Out Loud Day, and Improv Comedy Based on Your Kids' Ideas. You can find tickets at storypirates.com live. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Madison, Wisconsin, and Joliet, Illinois. We would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com live. And grownups, did you know that you can share more episodes of the Story Pirates podcast with your kids without even leaving your podcast app? All of our bonus episodes with more coming every month are now available on Story Pirates Podcast Plus. And you can subscribe right in Apple Podcasts. Plus, you'll get our Just Songs and Just Stories feeds, so no more scrolling through episodes to find your kids' favorites. Want even more perks? Story Pirates Podcast Plus is also available in Creator Club where you can get insider access and pre-sale opportunities to upcoming tours or with a premium membership, a free shirt and access to our brand new Create a Story events where your kids help Lee and Peter build a story that will make it onto the podcast. Learn more at storypirates.com slash podcast. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time,
1: make sure you tune into King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And now, back to the show.
0: Ah! Oh! Noise! It's so loud, I can't hear myself
3: think, which is normally because my thoughts are so quiet. But in this case, I'm pretty sure it's because that noise is so loud. It's an alarm. The hole's been breached. Uh. Uh. It means there's a hole in the ship. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. And we're surrounded by lava. Oh. Oh.
4: Ah! Did somebody say... Lava?
0: Oh, wait, that's right. Eric, you're weirdly obsessed with lava.
4: I think it's a normal
0: amount of obsession. Sure. Would you mind going down to the basement to patch up the hole in the ship before more lava comes rushing in and we're all up to our necks in molten hot liquid rock?
4: Would I ever do the basement? (laughs) Whoa, there's a lot of lava coming through the hole, which we don't want. I guess I'll patch it up. Okay, righty tidy, Duct tape here. Three-sixteenth-inch wrench, and done. Now, that hole's all patched up. It looks like I get to keep all this extra lava. Hey! Wait a minute, what happened to all the lava? It's nothing but shiny, beautiful glass.
5: Ah, that there's your classic obsidian. (laughs) who are you? The name's Patty. I'm a professional glass blower. A glass blower? Yep. It's my job to take molten minerals, like lava, and turn them into beautiful works of glass art. If you'd like, I could show you how.
4: Are you kidding me? I already love lava. Now you're telling me I can turn lava into something else that's equally as cool? Patty, let's get to glass blowing.
2: I love story We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. My very eager mother just bought us nine pizzas. We inspire each other. And the world will never be
4: the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy
5: and songs. Who are you talking to? Huh? Oh, uh, just all the podcast listeners. Oh, never mind that. The first thing you're going to want to do is gather your raw materials. In our case, we have molten hot lava. So you'll want to make sure to scoop it up with. I already got my lava thermos right here. Wow. Eric, you're a natural.
4: All right. I'm having fun already. Hey, while you're giving me glass blowing lessons, want to hear a story written by a kid? Sure. Great.
0: Okay, listeners, this first song is about a puzzle. An alphabet puzzle, to be exact, and it follows the epic journey that one of the puzzle pieces takes. So I guess get ready for some alliteration. Here's the author to introduce it.
2: Hi, my name is Olivia. I'm seven years old, and I'm from Colorado. This is my story, the mismatched puzzle piece. Hello, this is Z. Hey,
1: Z. It's me, your friend, A. Hey, long time, man. How you doing? All right, you know, apples and alligators. But I was calling because what are you doing later this week, Z? To be honest, zip. Zero. Zilch. Just looking for the next quest, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. I was hoping you'd say that, because how would you feel about coming to A to hang out? You mean cross the entire alphabet puzzle backwards? From Z to A? Yeah, but if you don't wanna, I'm in. What's upon a time? What's upon a time? What's upon a? Time? What's upon a? Time? What's upon a? Time? What's upon What's upon time in Alphabet Puzzle Land? There lived Z a zippy zealous kind of zany man. He had a zest, blessed for quests that were treacherous. So when A said, come to town. He said, yes, 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 Packed up his bags, bid the zoos of Z goodbye. Ooh. 25 stops, first stop, letter Y. Z came into town, yakking, yelling, yolo. Yowled on the way out, though, chased by the yo yo Next was X, the land of Zavi Xylophone. A xenomorph king and Z faced the guy alone utilize the mirror deflecting the vexing x-rays Exited quick out the gate to the next place why the walruses were widespread in w but they were well behaved they just want to cuddle you in v victor the villain he tried to trick z but z ain't the victim he tricked v for the victory going Someone's selfish use urged Z to stay for cake, but ultimately Z knew he would get a tummy ache. Turtle T, where the tortoises and turtles be Took too much time in a
2: taxi crossing Turtle Street. Station as he got the shakes from scary scorpions and snakes. Surprisingly,
1: he saw it through, though sadly he stepped on a you. oh oh, oh. wriggly yore was wrought wrong kind of wrecked the rapping on this riley riley written song in queue he had to knit, knit a quilt. quilt made him want to quit, quit the, the quest. quest the quirky quiet quoker queen. queen helped him pass the test p, p for popcorn pizza and pop oh no ocean's overrun with octopi M. M. and then next nine not nice narwhal and the monkey's missing most M. of their marbles oh. Lullabies lilting like Lala. K is for kangaroos, knowing karate and drinking kombucha and kicking koalas. J, he joked and juggled jelly beans with Juliana. I, he's in the igloo with an ignorant iguana. H, he was hot, he had it hard, he sweated a lot. G was full of goo, had to go, caught to make it through. And F, he floated like a fish with fins and a wish. And E, like an elephant, Z, feeling elegant, he's in his element, isn't it evident? But then indeed he had to deal with danger. It was a den of devilish dogs that don't deal well with strangers And see a cranky cat, Cole, cried meow, out So cut loose, Z coolly changed into a cow And be a bevy of bugs, who basically are bugging here Buoyed by a bold load of boorish blackguard buccaneers But to beat them all, Z belts out a ballad happily And at last arrived in A, which he accepted happily Oh, we're going on an alphabet quest And yes, we're trying to be the alphabet It zigged and zagged. I can see that. You look like a... A... a Zombie?
0: Accurate. Zing! But I'm glad to be here.
1: So what do you have planned for our time together? Actually, I was thinking I might like to go visit C. Should we quest? Oh, we're going on an alphabet
0: quest, and yes, we're trying to be the... And now, Lee speaks with the author. So, Olivia, you wrote the story The Mismatched Puzzle Piece. Yes. It was fun to read your story because it kind of reminded me just how many letters there are in the alphabet.
2: Yeah, it was kind of hard to think up what letters you should go through in each area.
0: Yeah, because once you get started, you have to do every single letter, right? Yeah. Was there a point at which you were like, oh, no, what have I gotten myself into? V and A
2: might have been the two hardest.
0: If you could visit one of those letters from your story, what would be your first choice?
2: I think I'd go to K because koalas live in the jungle and you can swing on vines. And I'd also want to go to P because I like popcorn and J because I like jelly beans.
0: I think if I could go to any of them, I would go to O because I love octopuses and a friendly octopus sounds like a dream come true.
2: But you'd have to breathe underwater and he does end up squirting ink.
0: That's true, but it, it was just an accident. He didn't mean to. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a mnemonic device?
2: No.
0: So a mnemonic device is something that you use in order to remember something that's kind of complicated. So an example of a mnemonic device is the alphabet song, which is like a song that we all know. And it helps you remember all the letters of the alphabet, right?
2: Yeah. I thought of another mnemonic device to remember the planets. My very eager mo- mother just bought us nine pizzas. So
0: my is? Mercury. Very is Venus. Eager is? Earth. Mother is?
2: Mars. Day is Jupiter. And it's actually served So Saturn, us, Uranus, nine Neptune, pizzas, Pluto. Which Pluto actually is a dwarf planet and not a real planet.
0: You know, it's interesting how adaptable our brains can be to all of the different things that we have to remember all the time.
2: Yeah. My mom usually stresses out about forgetting her grocery list.
0: Does she have a way that she remembers?
2: She usually has my dad text a picture of the list to her.
0: Technology definitely helps us remember stuff, too. Yeah. Olivia, before we go, what is one thing from this interview that you would like me to remember about you? And what is the mnemonic device I should use to remember it?
2: Remember that I love story pirates. And then you, Olivia loves Lee's leading skills. Oh,
0: Olivia, my heart just grew three sizes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, we love you, too, and we love your story. Thank you for sending it in and letting us perform it.
2: You're welcome. Thank you for choosing it.
0: You're so welcome. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. That was a good one. I really very that one.
5: Moving on. All right, Eric. Now, molten minerals can be finicky, takes a delicate touch and a deft hand to shape lava into even more delicate works of glass art. Let's start with the basics. A sphere. How's this? Wow. Well, that's a perfect glass sphere. I mean, really impressive stuff. Great job. Now, just be careful when you break it off the rod, because that's very thin, fragile glass, and everybody breaks their first fuse. And done. Oh, my gosh. You didn't break that glass at all. You're a natural. Keep this up. We may even move on to a more advanced technique, like... A ha- Hey, what are you doing?
4: Oh, I'm adding in oxides and sulfides to color the glass.
5: Ah, yes, solid colored glass. The fine technique for an intermediate student such as yourself. And
4: done. A glass sphere covered in a technicolor houndstooth
5: pattern. My goodness. The technique on display here. Eric, your work is exquisite.
4: Now for my next piece. I'll just stretch a bit here, pull a bit here, and add a splash of color, and voila! A one-eighth inch size replica of the Eiffel Tower colored in an iridescent tie-dye rainbow pattern.
5: Eric, I am... Speechless! Your talents have surpassed even my brightest student. And he's a literal candle.
4: Well, my passion was cooking anyway. Oh, soccer.
5: Eric, you are, uh, quite simply, the next big star of the glass blowing world. Would you ever consider going pro? Pro? It's short for professional. People would pay big money for this kind of glass art. I mean, Look at the detail! I can see the faces of the individual tourists in the Eiffel Tower's observation deck! Wait a minute.
4: A second ago, you were introducing me to a fun new hobby, and now you're telling me I can make money off of that hobby? People will actually
5: pay me to do things I
4: already enjoy doing for fun? Yes!
5: Yes! I think you've got what it takes to display your work on the big stage. (gasps) The big stage? The local swap meet. It's where all the finest artisans of our time go to display and sell their work. Now, I know a guy who can get you a booth there. You just say the word. You'll be on your way to making the big bucks.
4: Are you kidding me?
5: Let's do it. Okay. Now, so the Pine Crest Swap Meet runs May through November. Then we move to the Hazel Ridge Swap Meet, which is on Tuesdays and Saturdays through the spring. And then we can move south to the Valley Glen Swap Meet. Whoa, whoa,
4: whoa. Wait a minute. Did you say November?
5: Yes, yes, of course. We have to meet the swap meat market where it is. Bring the supply where there's demand.
4: Oh, I thought this would be more of a work-from-home kind of situation.
5: Eric, buddy, don't be so naive. You know, if you want to make some real money with your glass blowing hobby, you need to step up your game. This little operation of yours can't sustain itself. You need growth.
4: But if I do this, then it sounds like I won't be able to be a story pirate anymore.
5: Story? pirate. Well, how much money do you make as a story pirate? You
4: get paid in something called ship coin. So I'm, I'm not sure. But. You
5: said it yourself. What could be better than making money off of something you love doing for fun? Professional glassblowing is a full time gig. So if you really want to pursue your newfound passion, you're going to need to give up being a story pirate forever.
2: We'll be right back.
0: Hey grown-ups, want to get a personalized audio message from Peter or me for your family? Well, we're going to be surprising one family every month with one. All you have to do is sign up for our email list at storypirates.com/podcast. We'll send you Story Pirates updates and once a month, one lucky family will receive a message from us customized to your kids and their interests. If you're already on our email list, you're already entered to win each month. If not, join now at storypirates.com slash
5: podcast.
2: Now, back to the show.
5: So, you ready to leave the Story Pirates forever? Uh,
4: I don't know, Patty.
5: What's there to know? Think of the money. Not everybody has natural glassblowing talent like yours. You gotta strike while the molten glass is hot.
4: It's just, I... I really love my friends, and I love being a story pirate, so I'm sorry, Patty, but my answer is no.
5: But money!
4: I don't need to make money off of every one of my hobbies. Sometimes it's okay to do things just because they're fun, not because they make a profit. Sometimes the joy is in the doing, and making something beautiful can be its own reward.
5: Wow, I guess I never thought of it like that. Maybe you're right, Eric. Maybe I've been looking at things through a ruthlessly capitalist lens. A lens made of money instead of a lens made of glass. Perhaps it's time I set aside my pursuit of profit in favor of a more- Oh my
4: gosh, I've been down here for like an hour. I really should get going.
5: Sorry, what were you saying? Uh, you know, I don't remember. I think I was about to count my stacks of money. Oh, okay. Have
4: fun. Goodbye, Patty.
5: Goodbye, Eric.
4: Oh, and Patty, thanks for everything. Oh, you got it, kid. Now back to the upper decks of the ship. Oh, yeah. Hey, everyone. Eric!
6: Where have you been? We've been looking everywhere for you. What
4: are you talking about? I was only gone for an hour. Um, no. You've been gone for days. I uh-huh. have?
6: Yeah, where were you?
4: I was down in the basement, patching up the hole in the ship. Basement?
0: Oh, Eric, we didn't say there was a hole in the basement. We said there was a hole in the vase-mint. The basement? Yeah,
5: it's the room where we play toss breath mints into a vase. Obviously.
4: Yeah, I don't even think we have a basement. What?
5: That's impossible.
4: If we don't have a basement, then where was I? And what about Patty? Patty? Who's Patty? Patty, the glass blower who taught me to wield molten lava and shape it into beautiful yet delicate glass works of art?
6: Eric, nobody's seen Patty in over 40 years.
4: I've never seen her. What? But I, and what about, and the- (laughs) the (laughs)
3: the Why is that alarm still going? My thoughts, they're so quiet. And the alarm is so loud. Hmm.
4: I guess since I didn't patch a hole in the basement, the ship is still filling up with lava. Oh. Oh. Wait, did somebody say lava?
6: Yes, Eric, you did.
4: Right, right, right. I'm on it, to the basement. Glass blowing materials, here I come.
0: Well, while Eric's patching up that hole and collecting more lava for his next glass blowing project, should we do another story? Yeah! And here to introduce it is the author.
2: Hi, my name is Arjun. I'm seven years old and I live in Florida. This is my story, The Sad Queen.
3: Attention, royal kitchen workers. The queen is sad and, uh, <laughs> ow! Hey, watch it. Sorry for bumping into you, sir. It's just the kitchen is so messy.
6: Excuse me. I'm a maid. I can clean the mess.
3: Quiet, maid. I'm talking to the Queen's aide. Anyway, the kitchen is a right mess now. And this messy kitchen is one reason why our dear Queen is so sad.
6: I could have this mess cleaned up before you could say... Quiet,
3: maid. Quit interrupting. But I was just... Quiet.
6: Quiet! If you say so.
3: Now, where were we? Ah, yes. The Queen is sad, and we need to cheer her up with some of your excellent cooking. Is the Queen's meal ready? No, sir. On account of the kitchen not being clean. Oh, great. Now I have to tell the Queen in front of the entire court that there's no food. This is the longest
6: we've ever had to wait for the Queen to come to the throne room. Rumor has it Gerald didn't bring her meal.
3: I heard that, Venice. Anyway, presenting Her Majesty, the Queen.
6: I am not happy, and I am very sad. I am a sad
3: queen. I apologize that there is no meal. The cook could not cook because, well... <laughs>
6: because... My kitchen is not clean! (laughs)
3: Right. But we, your loyal subjects, are determined to cheer you up! In fact, I have requested a performance from your clown! My clown, but... Presenting the Queen's Clown! Send in the clowns! <laughs> Psst,
2: minstrel,
3: what are you doing? You asked me to play intro music for the clown. Yeah, but Ixnay on the Adse may. What? No sad music! Oh, this is going downhill fast. Guards, get that minstrel out of here. Hey! More loot. Now oh, come on in clown. Right here. Hello queen. Hello clown.
4: Are you ready to turn that frown upside down? I
6: would like that more than anything in the world.
4: Well you're in luck. Here's a joke. Why was six afraid of seven? Why? Because looking at the next highest number is to gaze upon one's own future. And as such, it produced an existential crisis!
3: Clown, that wasn't funny. The joke is supposed to be because 7, 8, 9. Oh!
4: <laughs> I get it! 8. The action sounds exactly like 8. The number! That's good.
6: My clown (laughs) (laughs) isn't funny!
3: God, remove this clown!
6: (laughs) Hey! My loot!
3: Now that's funny. My endless apologies, Your Majesty. I should have known that clown wasn't funny.
6: He doesn't even have a red nose.
3: I shall never again hire a clown using Groupon.
6: Everything in my kingdom is wrong. Oh, your Majesty,
3: your Majesty, may I offer some positive thinking? Our kingdom is very, very peaceful, all thanks to you.
6: I suppose that does cheer me up a bit. Oh, what was that? Methinks someone threw a rock through the window. It was me. Oh no, it's that thief who's well known for throwing rocks through windows. And now, I'm here to disrupt the peace! She's disrupting the peace!
2: Uh,
6: (laughs) Consider your peace disrupted. Well, my work here is done, but I'll be back.
3: (laughs) Curse you, thief! Your Majesty,
6: are you all right? No, I'm not all right. First, my kitchen isn't clean. Second, my clown is not funny. And now, a thief is disrupting the peace. I am not happy, and I am very sad. <laughs> Perhaps
4: I can help you.
6: It's the great arrogant wizard. He's so magical.
3: And arrogant. A great wizard. We would be honored for you to use your magic to help our sad queen. Yes, yes. You are very lucky to have me here. I, the great arrogant wizard, will use my immense powers of magic that are no biggie for me, but incomprehensible to you in order to solve your puny problems. Abracadabra, <laughs> abracadad, turned this queen too happy from sad.
6: Oh,
3: wow. Your oh. Majesty, how are you feeling? I'm... Still sad. Who is (laughs) that? What is going on? (laughs) Well, you see, I uh Your Majesty! Your Majesty! Cook! What is the meaning of this interruption? Pardon me, sir, but I've just come from the messy kitchen, and you'll never believe it. It's clean! Uh, of course it's clean, thanks to my kitchen cleaning spell. See? I told you I could help. That spell didn't say anything about cleaning. Well, I wouldn't expect a non-magical queen's aide to understand. Oh, wow, look at the time. I have somewhere to be that is... Anywhere but here. Goodbye. Now you win. <laughs>
2: Blast
3: that arrogant wizard.
6: Look, there's someone standing right where the wizard was. Hello. Who the devil are you? I'm the maid, sir. Remember from the beginning of the story? It may ring a bell. I was waiting behind the wizard to tell you that I cleaned up that messy kitchen. How dare you? Thank you. I mean, thank you. My kitchen is clean! <gasps> oh, but I still have other problems. I clean up messes of all kinds, Your Majesty. Can you fix my unfunny clown?
4: Technically, I'm a harlequin.
6: <laughs> yes, I can, Your Majesty. Hey, clown! Huh? Catch my broom! Hiya! Oh! My nose! <gasps> Why, getting bopped in the nose with that broom turned the clown's nose red?
4: Still got it.
6: I've also still got it. If by it you mean the desire to throw rocks through windows and disrupt
5: the peace.
6: Not so fast, thief. Your Majesty, would you like to throw the broom? Me? I guess that would be fun. Um, here goes. Nothing happened. It just landed on the ground. Wait for it. Wait for what? For me to step on that broom and trip? Do you really think I'd be foolish enough to... She tripped on the broom!
3: Your Majesty, I have checked the thief and I declare her... Unconscious! (laughs)
6: I am so very happy and not sad. I have solved all of my problems. Maid, how can I ever thank you? Oh, it's no trouble. All I ask is to be paid a living wage while working predictable hours, which should be no trouble at all given your vast, unimaginable, almost unconscionable wealth. Uh, I'll think about it. It was worth a try.
4: The end!
0: <laughs> and now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call!
2: Send us your stories.
5: We, we read them all. We read them all. you know we love them. For Story Pirates Roll, Roll Call.
0: First up, we got the Evil Amphibians, which was sent to us by Xander, a seven year old from the UK. Xander's story posits a world where there are evil frogs and there are nice frogs. Luckily for us, a scientist named Mel is looking for a way to help us handle the evil ones. Thanks for sending it in, Xander! Next, a shout out to Anna, a nine-year-old from Ohio whose story has my favorite title of the week. Ahem. The day it rained cats doing gymnastics while eating ice cream. That's pretty much all of my favorite things in one title. Thanks, Anna! Next up, we've got a story from August, an eight-year-old from Texas. August's story is called The Very Loud Lawnmower, and there's a lot that I like about this story. For one thing, it includes the sentence, She called her lawyer, but bunnies don't have lawyers! It also features multiple characters yelling, Scuttle Muffins! And the story ends with this incredibly efficient description of plot. Guinevere kicks the lawnmower to Neptune. She tapes the earth back together. She gets a medal from the king of the world. Great work, August. And finally, we have an homage to any dad who has ever told a dad joke. From Natalie, a seven-year-old in Washington, DC, we have the punny dad. It's kind of a cautionary tale, and honestly, I bet that a lot of dads who listen to this show with their kids probably need to hear this story for their own good. So go check it out and read all of today's roll call stories at storypirates.com/podcast. That was roll call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Olivia, the author of the mismatched puzzle piece.
2: Hey kids, write us a story where the main character has to come up with a mnemonic device for a school project. Tell us what they have to remember with the mnemonic device and what the mnemonic device is. Try to make the mnemonic device as silly and crazy as possible.
0: That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Olivia and Arjun. Grown ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember every single story we receive gets some love, some story love. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind.
2: Bye! Bye!
0: The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Manitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll Call Theme by Andrew Barbado musical scoring by jack mitchell our head writers are rachel wininski and Minzui karami staff writers are mike Avalon, mihaela lawrence and alexa simpson and contributing writers are peter mcnerney megan o'neill and lee overtree special guest cecily strong This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Alec Brown, Sasha Diamond, Chris Ferry, Lindsey Ford, Sawyer Greenberg, Tara Halpern, Quentin Johnson, Nick Canales, Angelo McDonough, Peter McNerney, Alexandra Nader, Patrick Noth, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Justin Phillips, Peter Russo, Rachel Manitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zembrano. The mismatched puzzle piece was written by Dan Foster and produced by Patrick Noth, with additional vocal direction by Jack Mitchell. Special thanks to Anna Dresden. Hey, everyone. So you probably noticed a little reference to ShipCoin in today's episode. And it's been a while since we really broke down ShipCoin for listeners. So I wanted to review and fill you in on where it is now. It was way back in season one, episode 15, that I first invented ShipCoin because I didn't have 100 coconuts to pay for Peter's computer Soros Rex (laughs) t-shirt. I know, right? So in case you don't remember, ShipCoin is a currency, you know, like money, but it's only used on ships and pretty much only this ship where the story pirates live because I invented it. Now let's break it down even further. So one ship coin costs 10 ship coins. And you can get 10 shipcoins if you mine a ship coinery. And a ship coinery is in a secret place and you have to follow shipcoin clues to get there. You know, like like a treasure hunt. And it all only exists on a computer. Easy, right? I know what you're thinking. <laughs> How is this a real currency? Could you really use this like money? And the answer is yes, because it's backed by the kefir standard. One bottle of kefir, the healthy drinkable yogurt, equals one Shipcoin. Confused? Good. So here's the update on where Shipcoin is today. For a few years after I invented Shipcoin, the market for Shipcoin was really taking off. I mean, it seemed like every day, Shipcoin was worth more Shipcoin and worth more kefir. It was amazing! I bought all of Peter's shirts! He had to wear a burlap sack in Rolo's Bean Emporium because of the posted no burlap sack, no shoes, no bowls of bean sign. Things were looking pretty good! Until recently. Shipcoin has really been tanking the last few months. A lot of people even say it's worthless now, that there's no real use for a Kiefer standard-based currency that can only be used on one ship, which is somewhere beneath the surface of the earth. But I think they're wrong. Someday, I think the whole world will use ShipCoin because I believe that the entire world will someday live on this ship. Where will they live? I don't know. There's definitely not enough room. Well, maybe a bunch of people can camp out in the bowling alley. I don't know. The point is, I'm not giving up on ShipCoin, and neither should you. If we all believe in ShipCoin, it has to exist, right? It's like fairies or brunch. Let's invest our entire fortunes in ShipCoin. So if you're still listening, say it with me. We believe in chip coin. We believe in chip coin. We're gonna invest everything we have in chip coin. We're all gonna live on the story pirate ship. We believe in chip coin.